Hello, this is Angelo De Capua, sketch card artist and illustrator for the Upper Deck Company, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Coming up, so come up and get the party started. started. I'm coming up, I'm coming. Speaking of getting the party started, hello everybody. My name is Ian Taylor and welcome to the Marvel Car Collectors Podcast, which means we'll be keeping that little bit of pink in at the beginning, my friend. <laughs> Brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel cards. The sun is out, the sky is blue, he smells of wax like surfers do. Yes, it's Norin, Norin Surfer Rad. Wow. Like, I know spent. you don't work in the theater anymore, but and I know you weren't like an actor or a singer. Oh, but I like, did have my moments. See, that's what I'm saying. I can, mm. I can sense it. I can feel mm. it from here, honestly. You can like, I feel embarrassed End. I didn't buy yep. money yep. for this show. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You can take the boy out of the West End, but you can't take the West End out of the boy. Or something. <laughs> there's a good joke in there somewhere. <laughs> there is a I good joke. I know there's a good joke in there. <laughs> Don't know exactly. what it is, but there's a good one in there somewhere. You know what? Funnily enough, that completely sums up the review of our first 100 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, dear man. me. Hello, everybody. How are you? What are you doing? How have you been? How's your week been? Great. Thank you. They all answer. That's good. They all That's answer. That's nice. Yeah, they'll, they'll all yeah. drop in the insert answer here. Um, you know what? Since, well, last, yeah. since last week's episode, Norrin, mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. asked um, everyone for, um, you know, feedback on whether we should kind of widen things out a bit or um you know reviews and things like that and just general feedback yes i remember yeah we haven't had anything yet do you know why no one said anything no because we haven't released that episode yet (laughs) oh i was about to say i was like that's some ice cold stuff from these people (laughs) he's about to get medieval on their ass i was like what the hell guys Mm -hmm. and ladies but pain but, 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 um, uh, there's no buts. There's not, uh, I, I'm, I'm giddy this evening, quite frankly, giddy. I am kind of um, weird too, so I'm excited. All right, this could be, hang on, I'm going to have some more booze then. Enjoy. Mm. I say let's get weird. I want more singing, revealing information about ourselves that should not be revealed. That's absolutely cool. And I want to talk about cards. That's exactly what I cards. want this episode. You know yeah, what? of course. I, I, I think it's a real shame that you don't drink um, because I'd love to absolutely get with you once when we're recording a podcast <laughs> okay well hear me out i will i will drink with you we will do a show if you want to do it like that i don't promote alcohol stuff but we could we could do a funny episode i mean well, i don't mind why not well you know there used to be a um there used to be what's it there's a, a, a guy who used to do youtube or, or podcast stuff i can't remember what it's now drunk story time um, oh, drunk history or whatever. Drunk. That was well, no, great. This was this was really early on. This was before any of that. It, oh. it kind of became a thing, uh, but this was oh. ten years ago. Anyway, um, maybe one day, maybe one day we'll do. Why that. not? That sounds yeah, like fun. Absolutely, absolutely. I drink. Right. So here's the thing: when I do drink, mm-hmm. I drink only fruity drinks. That's so right. Like, you do like pina yeah. coladas. <laughs> 
Yeah, I do like super feminine drinks. So, well, you know, feminine air quotes. So like when my wife and I, we do get like a drink or whatever, they always hand her my drink. And I'm like, no, no, that's for me. The one with the umbrella in it. Yes, I'll take that. So it's always um, kind of fun. That's hilarious. It is. I thought so. Meanwhile, she's there with one of those great big German tankers. She has like bourbon and on ice. And she's just like shaking her hands with a cigar and say, do it again, baby. You know what? I can, I can don't take this the wrong way. I can no, picture please your, do. I can picture your wife in Mad Men. Oh, she's definitely that. Yeah, Don Draper for sure. Yeah, I'm she's definitely, definitely Peggy. I can, I can I can see no, for I can, sure. I can, I can, yeah, I can see that era. You have no idea how freeing it is to wear a skirt. Okay, you do you, you jest, but it's a good day. It's, it's a good day bras. when the breeze comes. It's those bras. They're, they're wire. I like them. The Make 50, my chest look nice and firm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I'm going to go straight into talking about our intro artist before I forget how to pronounce his name. Angelo, you should pronounce it right now. Oh, stop you it. You stopped it me while Damn. I was doing Did it. Did I do it? You no, you got it. this. You, go you ahead. Book. Angelo DiCaprio. De- mm. Ca- oh, no, that's Angelo totally off base, man. It's not yes, even close. It is. It is. No, that's it. Yeah, that's it. You got it. it. Yeah. Yeah, Angelo, yeah no, that's great. Thank you. And he's great. Sorry, Angelo. He is great. He is great. Angelo, you're a legend, sir. I'm just I really do like his work. I'm just I'm just I have had zero life experience of pronouncing any names of Spanish or Latino origin. I just I just can't do it. And Ian's Ian's very nice to do it for me because I would just embarrass myself. And I'm part Latino. Funny enough, I can pronounce your real name perfectly well. Well, I love saying it. I love I love hearing it. And crying it out in the heat of... (laughs) That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Fast. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Glorious. Glorious. Angela, sorry. We're ruining your moment. (laughs) Please tell me. So you shout that. And the moment of passion and climax. It It is now. Oh gosh! Purpose. Oh my giddy aunt. Right. Let me share the screen and we can look God, at we can look so at funny. Angelo's gorgeous oh, Instagram feed. Angelo. Yeah. Uh, you can find him at um, oh my, I'm going to spell this Angelo, which is A N G E L O D D E Capua C A P U A S Art. Anyway, the link will be on the tasting notes. Um, and you can go and feast your eyes on all the gorgeous stuff that we're about to feast our eyes on. So when I was scrolling down earlier on... I th- he does great stuff on his Instagram. He, like, he keeps stuff. up with it. Awesome post. He does progression images of sketch cards, and his art's really nice. I really... Well, I t- I'll tell you what I dig is the different styles. Because if you look at... So if you look at, at the top of his feed as we record, there's an Ant-Man and Wasp dual panel. Um, so it's a puzzle. Um, and I, I'm really digging the progress shots that he's got on here. But when I scroll down, I see a Game of Thrones one, which looks like a potentially a PSC, which is lovely. But again, it's got a slightly different style and color tones thing going on. And then you scroll Realism. down to the stuff that he did for Cloak and Dagger, which again is very, oh, very different. Cool. It's very bold, bright colors. Um, yeah, he has, it, it, he, he's one of those artists that have like a very unique take take on like anatomy, mm-hmm. like um, Sinkovich or like Justin. Yes. Um, oh, what's his name? C H 
E-U-N-G or something like that. Oh God, I really love him. Oh, I don't know how um, to say it. Oh, it's escaping my mind. But he also has a very unique like features to his like anatomy, like in terms of the yes. size of his faces. And yes. Angelo has a really unique kind of like big body. The face is slightly, it's not so slender, but it has a unique kind of like look to all of his characters. So it gives off a really good personality to his work. Looks it's, good. It's quite interesting. It's almost, it, when I look at the difference between some of these styles you've got here, it looks like Cloak and Dagger stuff. It, it looks much more of a 90s kind of vibe. Oh, brings me um, back. Mm. Um, and then when you scroll down f- further, oh, look at that Joker. That's brilliant. That's um, a great Joker. And when you scroll down, great this Game of Thrones work is amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, he does realism really well. No. Oh, you I, love the, I love that Iron Man. Videos. That's cool. Wow. I love it. Sorry, I'm, this is where I stop because I'm watching a video. It does on great Instagram. work. Great listening for people. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's scroll down a bit further. I, I believe he's in the group. Look at that, Captain Marvel. That's Harley Quinn is dope. I love his signature as well. It's kind of an A with wings coming outside of it. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. That is really cool. See, this is good. I wish more artists did this kind of thing because a lot of artists just post a shot with, oh, look at that Ghost Rider. Um, they just post a shot of all of their cards like laid out. Mm-hmm. But what he's, done, what he's doing on one of his videos here is he's literally holding them in his hands and he's just going through them one by one, which just lets you have a bit more of a, you know, your eye have a bit more of a, Plus, it feels like they're in hand. Mm. You know what I mean? Which I like. You know what I mean? That's kind of like the whole point of cards. So that's pretty fun. His thumbnail is there. I think that might be his wife. Do you think? Oh, that's not his. (laughs) That might not be his hand. He's got very feminine hands. I mean, he could. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I love your hands. They're beautiful. They are absolutely beautiful. Is anime? I'm I'm into them. Cool. Look at my anime. I I love them aesthetically. Oh my goodness! That could be one of the most. Sinister right. Loki's. That's really fun. That's one of my favorite Loki cards I've ever seen. So are you familiar with nice. the English band Gorillas? Yes, of course. They were animated. So it's Damon Arbon and um, uh, what's the artist guy? It's name? one guy who voices all of them, no? Uh, well, yeah, Damon Arbon from, from Blur is the kind of the musical side of it, but the visual side of it is... Um, oh, oh, what's his name? Yes. I'm having a, I'm I, having a I, mental thought. Mm. Anyway, it looks like one of those guys. It and definitely it's a does. a sketch, side profile, and it's mm-hmm. brilliant. I love it. It reminds me of Battle of the Planets as well. So it's definitely got that kind of anime uh, vibe to it. Yeah. I like his anime. I used to love Battle of the Planets. Um, mm. And the Doctor Strange. Yeah, so I'm, I'm digging your style, Angelo. That Doctor Strange Very is brilliant. cool. I love it. And he's clearly embraced the um, anime style with those cards. Um Look at that nebula. Very cool. Hmm. Okay. Go and check his stuff out, folks. Um, the link will be on the tasting notes because I'm not going to even attempt to read out the um, Instagram uh, feed again. Um, eyeball his stuff. Get the a commission, um, especially if you've got any anime stock left because that's good. Mm-hmm. Some of that. I can't Very see Very nice. Oh, look at that Thanos. Sorry. I've gone. I've gone. I've I like gone the down Thanos a lot. I like the vision. Thanos. I think I saw someone pull that vision. Let me let me click out behind us. Oh, yes. I feel like I've seen it. It no, could be wrong. No, you might have done. You might have done. There's, I mean, there were an awful lot of really good. Oh my yeah. goodness, he does realistic like portrait faces so well. He does Look really good. You should try it again on Star Wars if you haven't already. I think he'd be great on there. Mm. You never know. I think he might yeah, have done maybe so. so. He might have done so. I like the Gandalf a lot, actually. Mm. 
You Black Panther's shall not pass. God. I'm not doing it too loud because I teared up so hard when he did that. I know it's oh. like super like made fun of now, but man, when I first saw that, I was like, wow, oh, that's good stuff. Gandalf is a dude. I love Gandalf. He's my favorite. He's, he is. He is Gandalf, the gray or white. Do you like him white or gray? I liked him gray. You liked him gray. Okay. Lost that's interest fine. when he got white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he had an edge just... to him when he was gray. <laughs> yeah, he, he no, I did. Yeah. I like the gray aesthetic more. I think it's really cool. I actually had the the statue of it, the bust that came out a long time ago. Really? Of uh, Gandalf? Yeah, I did. I did. I saw it when Lord of the Rings came out. I was like, oh god, this is about wizards. I'm in, and I had no idea, and I got hardcore into it, and I bought the statue, and I had it for a long time. You it, had it got very valuable bust. Yes, I did. I found. I mean, I, yeah, I looked at them all the time. Did you know Ian McKellen has a pub in London? Really? Yeah, he's got a pub in London, um, and quite often you can just pop there and have a drink, and he'll just be like pootling around or behind the bar. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. It's I on love the river. And he's dead. They're so sweet together. Yeah, and it, what I tell you, what does slightly scare me is that they're really. Both, and I noticed this when I was watching Picard, and I know you haven't watched much of Picard, and I couldn't really get get on. I got to get back into it. Yeah. Um, what slightly scares me about both of them is they're clearly starting to slow down a bit, and especially Patrick Stewart. You kind of thought, uh, yeah, that guy's looked the same for the last thirty years. Um, yeah. So, but anyway, I saw a trailer for Picard season two, like a very very short one that they released about mm-hmm. a month ago, and it looks it looks good. So yeah. Uh. Because seven of nine I have to check it a regular out. cast member. Oh, that's cool. I got to check it out. I just saw the trailer for Ghostbusters and Ooh, very excited. Yes. Oh, was that yes. San Diego Comic-Con at home? They released one. You know what? I don't know. I saw that it got released and I and I saw, but I don't know if it was part of the con. Hmm. Might Probably have been. was. I'm sure. It, that's, yeah. too quinc- that's too much of a coincidence, but it's really good. Like yeah. really, really good. Oh, I, I like it wait. a lot. I'm a sucker for Ghostbusters pretty hard. Well, I know you are. Um, I'll tell you what I watched the other day that blew my socks off was the second and bigger, it's over three minutes long, trailer for June. Yes, I saw that. Oh, that looks good. That looks pretty great. That looks so good. That looks pretty great. I'm like, as soon as it finished, I'm like, take my money now, you know. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. That would be fun. That's soon too, right? I think that's coming out sooner. October. October. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ghostbusters, I, I think, was November. Wow. Okay. So we got will a couple be, of things. Will you be venturing out to cinemas again, do you think? Or are you going to? No, I stay home. No. I didn't enjoy cinemas before. Man, the U.S. Oh, you is didn't. so weird. Like, I do. I, I wish I could be in a cinema, but like, before the pandemic hit, it was very much like worries about guns and stuff like that. Mm. Um, it was kind of like, kind of for some reason greensboro was having a problem with that kind of stuff where i live um i don't know why but just yeah it's not bad around here like you know it's 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 not a crazy place but for some reason gun violence around here can be pretty bad um you know the south and stuff like that so yes and when i watch movies i'm like 100 like zoned into it really hard so you know what i mean like unless i can do that i don't and if if i'm not feeling safe and i can't do that i don't see the point of watching the movie in a theater because i don't feel you know what i mean i'm not there you know in the zone i'm not in the zone so i mean who knows i mean it's november you know, I, I love the theaters. I love theaters, but we don't have any good ones either around here. Like, oh, really? 
Yeah, we have one in, we have one older one here that has beautiful architecture inside and stuff, but it's tough. It's just you know, it's just it's slim. I don't, what is the theater situation like over there? Is it very like strip molly like over here, uh, then, or is yeah, it still I mean, nice? You you can get you can get old ones, but a lot of them are newer, purpose built ones now. Um, for example, oh, in in L- London had some beautiful beautiful cinemas like big nineteen thirties Art Deco buildings. Um, oh. Odeon is one of the main chains. Um, and the Odeon Kensington High Street was beautiful. You went in and there was a big like staircase that went up both sides. Oh, man. And it was lovely and it had all this ornate kind of plasterwork. Um, and it's great. But they're obviously older buildings and, you know, cinema, they, they want to carve them up. But a lot of those older older buildings were literally just one big screen you know, back in the yeah, day, you yeah, didn't yeah. have multiple There's just one room. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think they struggled with it a little bit, some of those older buildings, but in the end, Odeon, the Odeon, Odeon Kensington, I remember going to see Pulp Fiction there in 1994, not long after I'd moved to London. Um, and yeah, I think it closed about four years ago and is now an apartment block. Um, the Odeon West End in Leicester Square in London. There's two Odeons. There's the Odeon Leicester Square where all the big movie premieres happen. And that's mm-hmm. still got one of those big organs that comes up through the stage. Oh, that's cool. Still got that going on. And that's, that's massive. Cool. That's huge in there. Um, but the Odeon West End was probably about 200 yards away on the bottom side of Leicester Square. And again, Art Deco, brilliant. And it was one of the last screens in central London that you could do a 70 millimeter presentation oh, of the movie good stuff um, and i got wind of the fact that it was being and so basically as is always the case the local authorities so the councils take money from developers and that's why it goes through so the odeon west end was sold to a hotel developer but the the deal was that they'd keep the frontage the art deco frontage of the building of course as soon as the building closed and the demolition started that went out the window and that got demolished as well there was a big outcry. But I went to see, literally the day before it closed, that I went to see Interstellar for the second time because I've seen oh, it. Actually on 70? And I went to see it on a 70 millimeter presentation. That movie's gorgeous, man. That is on, a pretty good looking movie. On Christmas Eve. Wow. Uh, and it was, it was its last day of opening. It was his last day of opening. And I was one of two people in the cinema. Wow. A huge cinema. So that's, he, that's he sat shame. behind me about five rows back. So I literally had no one in front of me. Oh. About 10 rows back, right in the middle, I positioned myself. 70 millimeter presentation of, of Interstellar with Hans mm. Zimmer's music. And it was like a religious experience. And I'll never that's experience insane. that again because that cinema's gone. It's a hotel now. That's a crying shame. You know I mean? So, you know, yeah, I, I think get me started closest- on stuff like that. Now the closest I ever got to that was I finally got to see Sunset Boulevard in an old theater, and that yeah. was sick. It wasn't like didn't have like all the bells and whistles, but mm. still very cool to see like an older movie in an older theater and one of my favorites. So that, that's an awesome though, man. Super mm. jealous of that. That sounds really cool. It was, it was quite an experience, and you know when I <laughs> regale people with tales of my London past, but when I worked um, as a box office manager in, in the West End, I worked at the Prince of Wales Theatre, which is between Piccadilly Circus and Leicester Square. I say that because people get on a tube from one to the other, and in reality, they're 300 yards apart. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, wow. It's often quicker to go above ground than it is to go underground in central London. Um, mm. So, um, so, and we were really close. To, so we were 
you literally walk out the door, next block over was Leicester Square. Mm. And so the theatres and the cinemas would often do this thing whereby if there were free tickets available, they would offer them to your staff, you would offer them to them. So you kind of had this kind of networking thing going on. And the manager of the Odeon Leicester Square was it was old school. He'd been the cinema stroke theatre manager at the Dominion Theatre when Star Wars opened in 77, when the Dominion Theatre was the cinema that Star Wars premiered at in, in, in London. So he Whoa. was old school. And uh, in the 90s, when I worked at the, um, uh, the theatre, he was the general manager of the Odeon Leicester Square. He was getting on a bit now. He's retired now. He, he might even have passed away because he was getting on a bit then. Um he would let me know when there were press screenings of really big movies and he would sneak me in through the side door before the press came in so that no one would see me and I'd get into trouble. So I was already in there. Wow. Um, And so I remember getting in to see Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers and Return of the King before they went on general release at press screenings. I would love to get press screenings. God. And it was incredible. Yeah, I, mean, I went cool. to quite a few media screenings and things like that um, in, in the time I worked in the West End over about 10 years. And they all wow. had different print that was, produ- you know, press packs and things. So I've got a box upstairs with press packs in, from, you know, wow. movies like Twister and Red Dragon and oh, you know, all Twister the movies so that came good. around then. So, so, yeah. Anyway, I digress. Um, That's awesome. Now we were going to talk about two things tonight, and we also had two a bit things. Of, we also had a bit of a competition, but we haven't planned it or talked Ooh. about it before we went on air. Yes. Should we save that, or should we just Do make it up as we go along? Do you, <laughs> okay. So stu- t- stay tuned to the end of the episode because we are going to be talking about a very cool opportunity for everybody uh, to get on the ground floor of a free. And we'll tell you in a little bit. So let's go ahead and talk about our topics today for the show, Ian. Right. <laughs> Very professionally done, dear. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank for you. For steering this, you know. this jalopy back onto the road. So I appreciate it. So I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about, let's talk about plates first, because if I go in to talk about the other topic, it will, will go down a rabbit hole of excitement <laughs> and oohing and ahhing over images that our listeners can't Ooh. see. Um, so... You recent, I've been wanting to talk about this for ages, but you recently did a video about it and it kind of brought it back to my attention. Um, printing plates for cards. Um, I, um, I think we're of the same opinion when I talk about printing plates for cards, um, which might not make for interesting listening for people because it's always interesting when there's a bit of a, 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 you know, a, a, a difference of opinions. I love printing plates. I think I'm they're obsessed. massively overlooked by a lot of collectors. Um, and I think they are absolutely essential for character collectors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's changing. The market on them is changing massively. I think the market on everything's changing massively over the past past 18 months. But I remember, so the first set that, that came out with Marvel printing plates unless you know different, was Marvel Beginnings 2012. Yes, it is Marvel Beginnings 2012, and shortly after followed Marvel Premiere 2012. I just don't know what month each one released, but I think Beginnings came first. It was begin. Actually, no, I tell a lie. I have a feeling the first Beginnings set came out in 2011. 
because remember it was free You're right. It is yeah. 2011. So it is. That's yes, right. It is. So it's it beginnings. Is. It is. Beginnings. So it's beginnings started the plates in marble cards. There are whispers and we've seen pictures, but we don't, they're not pack inserted plates. So I don't no. consider them printing plates, the but there's pieces. a 1992 marble masterpieces, but they're probably just production plates. Like, yeah. you know, they're, they're not actual plates, which are the four colors, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. So just so it can be interesting, the naysayers, and we got a lot of them, not a lot of them, but surprisingly, I was surprised by the poll that I, was it me who started That's, that? No, yes. You did the poll. Yes. You it did was it. me. You did it. Yeah. Cause I was confused because I basically went on a printing plate hunt. I didn't buy anything cause I can't really uh, diversify my portfolio. Um, but you like, don't like I, spending money. I really don't like spending money. I so <laughs> weird. I'm learning that about me so much. I really don't. I pay high for like any silver no, when surface you, stuff. When you go for something, you probably go in. I'm just going to find a poll while, um, while, um, yeah, while but I, I think I remember the numbers. It was like, we took the poll and 84 people said that they were not important and not that they weren't interested in them, but that they weren't particular things that they looked for or even went after while only, Ooh, I think it's 40, 60 something of collectors were actually 100% believe that they were super important. Um, I think some of the naysaying thing is that people are like, it's not a true one of one because there's four of them. I disagree, but I understand why you say that. Um, some of the plates don't look good or register the image very nicely. Which is that's true. true. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen quite a bit. Although on the other hand, though, I think that some plates actually register the image very beautifully. Yes. Um, and I think it's very special. And you know what? I think the um marble beginnings and marble premiere plates are actually some of the prettiest yes. printing plates. Um, just, I don't know what they did with the printing. I think it changed, but the color registration in black, not even the colors, like just in black on mm. Marvel beginnings and Marvel premiere mm. are so crisp. It looks like a stamp of the card. Like it's so yes. beautifully crisp. It's very nice, but those are the naysayers. And it was pretty interesting to see that poll. I was shocked because I thought people, you know, because I'm conceited. I thought everyone thought the way I did <laughs> about them being like phenomenal. Because I was like, dude, how do you not get in on this? But That's yeah, I think you and I are the same mind. I think a lot of character collectors actually must, must they all must be on the same level so. as this too. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I haven't seen anybody. Yeah. I think that those were the people who agreed, people who character collect. And I think character collecting, not only because of this show, but because of just, you know, everyone, the hobby kind of coming into it and having to, again, pick, choose their own adventure, have become more character collectors. I think there's a lot more of them. I think, I think there's, there's two aspects to it. I think we're discovering people that we didn't know were character collectors. That's I true. also think that there is, um, um, there are people who have decided to focus more and character collecting has been the way that they've focused, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. And that, that I've definitely seen happening. Um, so there's there's guys that came into the group and they were just getting into it. And, you know, they were in the process of working out, okay, what am I going to be collecting? Am I going to go for sets? Am I going to go for, um, am I going to go for, plates am i going to go for sketches you know am i going to go for character or am i just going to go for teams and things like that so um i've definitely seen that and you know i've i've actively engaged with people who've been asking those sorts of questions 
um, yeah. when they've when they've come to grips. You know what? I can't find this poll for love nor money. I'm sure it's on there somewhere, but I can Facebook, find it real quick. I, Facebook, I think I saw this picture of it for the thing. <laughs> no, it's the comments I wanted to get to because there were some interesting comments on it. If I, I think there were amazing. Com- no, I think um, it's worth finding. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look up plates. <laughs> I might got and it. And then posted by you. By me, that's exactly what I was going to yes. do. Um, so live, we search. Here bum, we go. Bum, 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 bum. Got it. You posted it, it on the 18th of June. Well, <laughs> you're welcome. Me with a spam syringe. Um, this is very interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. So you had three options. 26 answers, which was no, really you, nice. No, well, someone added that, added that no, last someone added option. option. So the first option was yeah. not important, not a priority, 84 votes. Important must have, which I ticked, 46 folks. And then 46. someone added, I absolutely love the rarity, but with metallurgy existing now, there is no way a difficult to see printing plate compares. And that's five votes. I will I will fight that person. Um, let me look yeah. at the answers to this because I, I, I um, you know, metal cards are a very different thing to printing plates. Then they're, they're not the same thing at all. You know, no. even if they're limited to 25 and hand numbered, like, um, um, metallurgy, like, uh, yeah, metallurgy. There we go. <laughs> Someone's put the bastards of one of one cards, especially <laughs> as they aren't true one of one, but pieces to the rainbow. I have one, but I mostly kept it because its trade value is lower than what I would want in return. Since of a character I collect, <laughs> um. It's very interesting looking at some of the answers on here. It really is. Um, my keyboard is doing weird stuff. Yeah. And so it's very interesting that the, the, the people who have, who have talked about it, who have been into it, the names are coming up to me as character collectors. They really yeah. are. The ones that the ones that that are truly getting it are character collectors. The other yeah. people, I do think that they're important for set collectors because they should have them. Tommy posted a very cool uh, stamp yes. printing plate. Yes, um, that's really interesting. But one of the comments was, um, "What is it?" Someone posted, "I just know. Just for me, it feels more like a trophy and nothing to look at. Mm. However, if I scored a plate on a set, I'd love. I would likely keep it." So that was a pretty interesting thing. Um, I, I again, I don't think printing plates are even close to what metallurgy are. I think that's a, a very uh, well, that's poor a finished, comparison. That, that's a finished item that was designed to look a, a certain way. Printing plates are part of the production, man. Yes. They are the thing that created the card, right? It's like having original art. And we spoke um, to Upper Deck. They literally are cut from the sheet, and then yes. they are they're filed off, um, and then uh, packaged, and you know stickered and sent off yeah they are they are 100 cut from the sheet and they they really are used for the production mm. and the argument back in the day was oh then they should be mirrored if they were being really used printing print presses have changed over the years mm. they don't work the same way as they used mm. to so the the plate would not have to be inverted mm. um so because that was a good point but then you know yeah. um we we asked him and, and they were nice enough to talk uh, of course andrew morrow um oh is printing plates plate andrew god 
Um, yes. If you ever want to know what printing plates are like, that's that's all on him. And it's interesting to see what he says. Saw this post across my feed. I'm a stranger from another universe who drops in occasionally. I love my plates. In fact, <laughs> the hunt for plates in parallel. Yeah, he is. Has become my daily request. I'm happy to own one of one of one of any card. In my opinion, printing plates are the foundation, building blocks to all things trading cards. Second to the artist and illustration conception to no art, no plate, no plate, wow. uh, no cards, no parallels. Mm-hmm. Collect what you enjoy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Andrew is yeah, just a good guy. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, uh, Armand has said being part of the production process gives them a special place and value in collectors in collections, just like prelims, sketches, and paintings, and some yes. are better than the actual final card. Now, this is I an interesting so. point that I wanted to talk about. Tiering of plates varies with each set, but Marvel masterpieces is consistently at the top with good reason. So, th- what I find interesting about printing plates is that the value that people ascribe to the set and the demand that the set has, has a very, very direct correlation with the um, value that a printing plate will have or that the prices that people will try to realize for it. Um, A good example would be Marvel Annual. So Marvel Mm, Annual printing plates. That's stupid. um, so Most dumb. Of the Those time. plates are gorgeous, yeah, man. They are, I do they are not gorgeous. know what people are doing. Now, well, the in, this is the interesting thing. On previous years, Marvel Marvel Annual, the printing plates have always been a product of Pack Wars primarily. Um, and because Pack Wars was a relatively easy buy-in and you had a decent chance of winning and the plates, you know, they, they, they fell like candy from a pinata when pack wars started, <laughs> you know, they were popping up on impacts every five minutes um, and you'd have a pretty good chance of getting one. And that means you'd have a pretty good chance of trading that one. If it wasn't one you wanted, I love so, that. you know, we feasted. I mean, I was lucky enough to track all four plates from 2018, 19 Marvel annual and acquire them from the people who pulled them on Pack Wars. And because they all popped up within the first two weeks of Pack Wars running for that set, and I just reached out to them. And at that point, you know, decent middle characters like Black Cat were, the plates were going anywhere from 60 to 80. So I think Lucky. I paid on average about 75 each for them. And to be honest with you, in my mind, Marvel Annual is probably still there because I don't think the quality of the art or the production is, is up there with Marvel um, Annual 2018 as it, you know, with Marvel Annual 19 and 20. Right. Plus, Pack Wars costs a lot more with the new Pack Wars. Um, and the win ratio is, is, is much lower in my experience of doing it for the first week. And a lot of other people said the same thing. So you have I've to spend more. I've heard that from everybody. Yeah, you have to spend more and you're getting a bit less um, to, to, to what you spend in terms of the, the ratio of, of plates. Nevertheless, they are popping up. But because of the fact that people are spending more on it and because of the last 18 months' impact on the hobby, yes, you can go on Comsi right now and buy a plate for quite a few characters for 40, 50, 60 bucks. Nice plates as well. Nothing wrong with them whatsoever. But some people are putting them up there at like three, four, five hundred. And I'm sorry, but it's a printing plate and it's nice. But it ain't Marvel masterpieces. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. You ain't getting yeah. that money from Marvel. No, that's just plate. flippers. That's just yeah. people trying to, you know, do everything they can who don't know the hobby. And 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 I, no, I become no, more vocal no, about this. But some of them are people who know the hobby. They're just people who do that normally with virtually every type of product on APAC. You know, that's um, what I'm. Yeah, that's that's um, yeah, yeah. So, I um, mean, they. 
here's the thing, right? A lot of people prey on other people when it comes to listing things really high on eBay. And that's what it is. I mean, we can be honest, right? And it, it's it's not a, that doesn't come out of a place of being sour. Because if I want something, trust me, I pay for it like yeah. everybody else, you know, yeah. and that's fine because that's the game. But, yeah. you know, I think the issue there is that there has to be some real knowledge to prices because otherwise people do feel cheated and then leave the hobby and then the hobby gets hurt. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a crime. Any silver surfer plate I see ever. I think JD said this too. Any surfer plate I see, I get it. Yeah. That's it. I just, I just do. Oh, I'm the because, same. Because you, know, you don't see them. You don't you, see them. You don't. And that's, you know, I learned that list because I was in at the ground floor with printing plates for Black Cat. Um, that's right. Because you went hard into beginnings. So I you went were hard the, you into right beginnings, there. but yeah, I, was, right. I was actively looking on eBay for them because I realized I was into Black Cat. I was, you know, I was very focused on Black Cat and not much else at that point. So I was, and, and all four printing plates from Marvel Beginnings from the base card. I, I managed Lucky. to get. Um, I haven't managed to find any for the uh, card B73, which is the um, breakthrough uh, issues, um, Spider Man 194, Amazing Spider Man 194. I told so you I where one is. Uh, I already told you, but it's expensive. I yes. told you where it is. And, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah. I don't blame you. No. I, I I took two years to finally say yeah. yes. The guy, very nice guy. It's it's not it's not a scalping thing. But sometimes you guys, so everybody knows, and I'm sure people who are listening to this actually do know this and have experienced this, but you understand, you know, some people spend a lot of years putting a whole set together. Yeah. They you know, and the problem is that you know, when you put a full full set together or something like printing plates, mm-hmm. you can't sell it. I'm going to be very honest with you. Very few people will take the plunge and buy them. I ha- I helped someone sell the Marvel begin their Marvel premiere printing plate set, mm. but that's a very small set because there's only 50 cards in there or that's something. Right. So you know, a plate from every character in there, and they had multiple plates of each character. Mm. They were the mm. person who had all the plates. You don't see that completed anywhere. Mm. Luckily, you know, I-, I called out to a few people who were looking to make that plunge. I think Zach, Zach went ahead and has the um, 2018 Marvel Masterpiece plate collection, and I think he has a plate for every character. Nice. I, I don't know. I, he He's made that public here and there that he was hunting that. So that's not a secret, but you know, when you put together a set at such a high profile like that, mm. you're not selling it. And if you oh, try yeah. to sell it, it you're going to have a hard time because very few collectors will take the plunge yeah. like that. And I think that was some of the problem with the Marvel anime plates is that that was, that was, that was a hell of a buy-in to buy all yeah, four, which I love, yeah. which I love. And I think that's really smart, but at the same mm. time, that's that's a that's a huge buy-in it at is. that point. Anyway, but yeah, there I I took the plunge on that um, surfer magenta Marvel beginnings that's cover, right. bad, and that was two years. That was two years of me like mm. hitting him up and be like, "Hey man, has your price changed? What do you think?" Yeah. I was, "Hey, I'm really sorry, but I have a full set. I actually really like this card. You know, I gave you the price just because." That's the only way I'm going to be okay letting it go. And he didn't bother me. He apologized. Like mm-hmm. super decent, super yeah. decent. And which is eventually, fine. which is fine, which is I fine. I, which is I basically respect him that. saying, I don't really want to sell it, but if I was, this is the price. You know. See, and when it comes to that, when it comes to those moments for me, I don't argue because I'm like, well, that's 100 fair. Because yeah. I'm asking you to give this up, 
there's no reason for you to like meet me halfway because I'm bothering you. Yeah. And I get, and that's why I usually pay a high price for those things. Cause there's no reason for me to, you know, be yeah. go go down that road with them. Yeah. But yes, in terms of printing plates, yeah, man, I think the annual stuff is nice. Even lower end product printing plates. I think the mm. only ones that I would never dive into, and the only reason is, is because I'm not into the MCU, are like Ant-Man and Wasp plates or, you know, cloak and dagger plates or something like that. Like, I think it makes sense for Star Wars, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like it's of a scene. Um and, and maybe it's just because I don't like those particular type of sets, but I mean, I love the MCU, but I've never, I didn't, I haven't gotten into those. I, I mean, wonder if anybody's doing that. But yeah, absolutely. Well, Andrew uh, certainly got Oh, some Andrew, of, that's right. Andrew's um, doing that. But, that's right. um, but yeah, and no, I think, I think people do. I, it's very interesting. They're significantly cheaper for the most part. Those MCU oh, sets. Heart, I mean, yeah, they're really, majorly. really cheap. Um, so you could, you can, you can go after, and you can get some good ones. I remember, you know, uh, if I'd had the money, I'd have probably gone gone for it. I remember seeing a goose plate from the Captain oh, Marvel set, cool. and I just remember seeing it and thinking, oh. <laughs> but, you know, I've already got one cat. I can't go after a ginger one, so um, they fight. <laughs> um, but um, but the um, what what I do find interesting because um, so I've my, my journey with plates because I was kind of into them from the beginning. So beginnings, and then when when I got that four. I was hungry for it. So when Vibranium mm. came out, oh, that's right. Now between that, Fleer Retro came out and there was a they did plates in that as well. They did. They um, really did. And I managed to get I've never seen any others, but I managed to get one for the uh there was a there was a throwback insert with black cat on it. <sighs> I managed to get one from that, which is gorgeous. It's really good artwork as well. Um not original art, but gorgeous artwork. And then vibranium vibranium i went in hard and i've got mm. three of the four plates and all of the different parallels the six parallels including the wow um, so i've got that and then completely missed masterpieces 2016 because there was stupid money out my there daughter had just been, yeah my daughter had just been born as well i had other things going on um and then um let me think. Fleer Archer Spider-Man. I was lucky enough to get two of the base and two of the metal plates from that. I uh, love those plates. Marvel Annual 2016, which is Terry Dodson artwork that's used. Oh, I've got three yeah. of the four from that. That's, man, Dan, you're such a beast, bro. Um, what else do I have? I have... Surfer just doesn't have that many. Marvel Gems. I've got two of I the love plates that from Marvel Gems. Um... Let me think. What else? What else? I've I've obviously got, and then so I've got three well, plate, twenty three plate rainbows. So I've got the Marvel beginnings. I've got Marvel annual twenty eighteen nineteen, a Marvel anime which came as a set of four, and that one was I was on noodles for quite a few months. How do you get that? Because that's beautiful. That um, and shout out to John T for hooking me up with that one. Um, and I've got one printing plate from Masterpieces twenty twenty. A base one. That's good. Oh, Only I know this. the one you have. That's a beautiful yes, piece. It's beautiful and interesting because she, the character's upside down in the in the art. Someone's obviously not realised that, and the sticker on the back is upside down because they. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. That's um, true. So, so I'm I'm lucky enough as a character collector to have 
plates from almost every set that she's been in that had plates. Extremely. Um, and that takes that, I mean, that that's taken a lot of work. I've, I've found it very challenging with Marvel Annual 1920 for, for, for many reasons, and mainly because the people who've got them either won't respond or also collect Black Cat, which is like, how 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 dare you? There's there's no other black cat <laughs> the nerve the nerve of some people. Um, do, do, I get, do you find yourself getting irrationally dismissive of other people who collect your character, or do, or have you come to terms with it? Because I get irrationally dismissive about it. I'm like, oh god, I'm I like, think for me, who do you think you are? I'm, surely I'm the only one. <laughs> surely I'm the only one. I, I've I've done that jokingly for sure, and then you know half serious, um, but. I think it's weird because when I got in here, I had been collecting the surfer previously, but I, you know, I didn't have money for sketches. Like I, I just, you know what I mean? Like by the time, you know, all the good stuff was out, I was kind of already, I was, you know, doing a lot of work and mm-hmm. trying to get into like, um, you know, schooling anyway, stuff like that. So it was, there was a lot of hard work going on and stuff at the house. But, um, uh, you know, uh, when I started getting into it professionally where I was able to like, professionally you know on a on a kind of like on a deeper level i started picking up things and i was getting really frustrated and and had to i just wanted to know where it was at one point so you know i found good friends of mine who were surfer collectors and you know the my major other surfer collector it's just him and me and then one secret guy i don't know where the secret guy is i don't even know if he exists i think he's more of a sketch collector person but i've never spoken to him um i got his email once emailed him really nice email <laughs> like hey man i just wanted to say hi and you know you know just want to know where these cards are just so i have some peace of mind that i'm not like waiting for them to pop up on ebay mm-hmm. and no response so that's oh. fair <laughs> um that's fair um you know whatever no 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 pressure um but Uribo, Uribo Jordan, who's a really good friend of mine, mm. um, is the other surfer collector. And he has, you know, a, a, an incredible, he just recently showed me Topps 1976, the sticker, the production one of one, the Topps Volt card. Wow. So he got, he grabbed that off eBay before I got into the hobby and grabbed it. Ooh. And I looked, he showed it to me and I was like, did it make you, you want to sell it? Did it, did it make you, you sit up and beg? I was, I did, I did. I was mm-hmm. like, I can bring out the knee pads, whatever you want, man. He's like, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> no, it's super sweet. But no, so we mess with each other. But we, I don't know, we both, what's really nice about meeting someone who's an actual character collector of your character mm-hmm. is is how funny, how similar, how similar your personalities will be. Oh, I don't know if that's yeah. happened to you, but you no. and I are very similar in, in like why we like the surfer and our personality. So it just, that's it cracks me up. Yeah. That's but you know what? It does help me. Um, it did, it, I guess a long story short, it did help me figure out how to approach my character collection of the surfer as mm-hmm. to, cause you know, for you, you got in at the point where you could kind of grab certain things. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the competition for Black Cat is, I have no idea what that world is like. Your world is completely different from mine. It's a world of pain. Um, it's a world of pain. But the things you have are all top notch. You know what I mean? Very few people rival the things I've seen from your collection. So, you know, for me, server wise, I had to look at it and be like, okay, how am I going to approach this thing when I know someone's sitting on like 600 yeah. super surfer sketches? And, you know, I, I, I do think at the end of the day that actually really helps because it, it makes you feel 
like you're part of a bigger collection, not just like hitting your head against a wall and wondering mm. why can I not find anything? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes absolutely perfect sense. Um, I think it's, I, I, I find, I don't know if this is true, but it's the thought has just crossed my mind. And I always get into trouble when thoughts cross my mind on this podcast. So I'm just going to take a moment <laughs> to structure them before they come out. Um, I'm, I've, really step back a little bit in terms of black cat sketches and i think it's because now that i'm aware of so many big sketch collectors around it i find it a little bit intimidating because a lot of them have got much deeper pockets than me so um so i know that a lot of stuff just just gets hoovered up by some people who go after that character and, and all female top end characters that are i mean look at f boo man got, yeah, that's, that, that, that's super, kind of what, super awesome. That's kind of what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying. You know, he's you know, a beast. But that, that's the thing. You know, the, the, I'm I don't have. You know, some of the people who drop money on these cards have, have clearly got much bigger incomes than me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there comes a point where you know you just have to say, look, I can't, I just can't keep up. And that is the important thing. And this kind of ties it back to the the, the plate side of things, is that with annual, nineteen and twenty, I I can't keep up anymore. You know, I'm kind of at the yeah. point where, much as I'd love them, I, and I would absolutely love one of each. And there's three different, three different cards. So there's twelve plates. Um, yeah, three <sighs> times four is twelve. Yes, it is. Good. That's so much. Um, and, I'd, and you know, and all four of one of them have have, have come out already because they were in the physical release. Uh, sorry, they were in the main Apex release of Marvel Annual um, because it's for one of the chase cards. But the base and base variant printing plates were uh, Pack Wars exclusives. And I'm looking at them, I'm like, you know, I've already had a go at some of them. And it's just like, uh, all right, all right, whatever. <laughs> I've offered no, that's money. where I'm at. I've offered money no, and I'm like, you know, if, you know, I've offered you a very fair amount of money for them as well. Um, mm. And I'm kind no, that's of like, what, yeah, they'll come back around, I'm sure. But they all come back around. Well, I just you, had someone, yeah, yeah, thank me for that because mm. they just went through a thing where they were like, it was Paul. Paul was trying to get a one of one best scar of his uh, character from Mandalorian season one. And he was like, man, this one of one sold on eBay. I missed it. Do I dump my rainbow and be done with it? And I told him, I was like, look, man, if I've learned anything with this hobby and I'm not like super old in this hobby, like, like you and some other people, but if I've learned anything, things come around, they pop up again. Less <laughs> you know of the old, I mean? dear. Less of the old. Uh, but yeah. interestingly, that, 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 um, is interesting compared to the advice I give people with plates. Excuse me. I always say to them, and I remember saying this to Donnie when he was chasing after his character from mm, Masterpiece Donnie. 2020. I was like, he was asking me advice on things and people knew he was after it. So it was probably slightly overpaying. I was like, listen, just get it done. And move on to the next one. Agreed. Well, but that's away. the difference with plates though, right? Yeah. When you have, for me, I never let a plate go. Unless it's something so stupid that I'm just like, this is like the price of original comic book art at this point, then mm-hmm. then I'll let it go and be like, whatever. But I'm with you on the, yeah, I, I will never, I, yeah, no, I, unless it's like stupid, stupid, I don't do it. But I always tell people that too. Um, but the truth is I actually hit the same uh, marker as you in terms of, you know, being not, it's not being distraught. It's more of like, all right, I'm not going to be able to keep up. And, you know, MM16 did that to me with Surfer. That that was it. That really, that really, 
that hit the nerve that kind of showed me where my line was. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't think it's worth paying. You know, people are saying the red spectrum should be like, you know, really high up there. I don't believe that, but it, and not because I don't have one, just because I, I haven't seen sales of reds to prove that. And I'm sure they'll be up there. And I think they are a big deal. And I agree with everybody. It's not that I don't. Um, but anyway, the, the big point is that, you know, sometimes you're going to come across prices and you're going to get to a point with your collection where you're like, how in am I in on this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How, how is this still making me happy? having to compromise certain prices, compromise certain mm-hmm. things, or am I willing to, am, am I just going to be happy with what I have and move on? Yeah. And that, yeah. that's what happened to me too. Same thing. I mean, I'm, I'm in quite a good place at the moment because going forward, I know that I'm probably not going to be collecting full sets or going after full sets. So I can focus just on cat if she's in the set. That helps a lot. You'd um, be surprised. Yeah. So, um, you know, there are, there are some exceptions, but, um, for the most part, you know, I, I won't wade into a Marvel Ages again, for example. I'll just focus on the uh, on the on the black cat related cards that are in that set. Obviously, a masterpiece is I'd go for all of it and just hope that she's not in, in it that year because she's not in every year, which is good. Thank you, Simone, for not putting um, her black cat into masterpieces 2018 because I didn't have to go up down on that year. Um, but yeah, printing plates. I mean, listen, I'm I'm blessed to own the ones that I do. I love them. Same. They really, really. I mean, some of the nine pages I've got with them, and just they're just they're just enormously satisfying to have. That's so cool. So, um, I would say that you know, if you dig them, go after them. A lot of people think that you know, whatever the rainbow is, it's not complete without at least one printing plate. And I'm I'm very much um, of that mindset. Um, on the other hand, I won't bend over and touch my knees and drop five hundred dollars or thereabouts no. on a Marvel and no. printing plate, you know, it's just not no. going to happen. So, no. um, but, um, but you know, and all of this is superficial. All, I mean, yeah. all of this is just whatever you decide you want to do with exactly. your collection. Some people There's, will pay that money. Some people won't. Want to. And you have to make those lines in yeah. the sand, man. Like you just can't, you can't, there should be no, this is what makes a rainbow. This is what a rainbow is. No, people no, can no, say no. that. I have said that, but there, it's just for what it is for me or for somebody else. It's not, does not have to be for any of you out there. We did a rainbow. Whatsoever. So we sang. We sang. It was, one, was, of our, it was one of our early lockdown, let's cheer people up and do a, <laughs> a rainbow episode. <laughs> no, I had fun doing that. <laughs> I that did was a well. good time. Uh, you even put a rainbow <laughs> on the video. You remember we did I a little did. video as well. I it was did. Brilliant. We did a little thing. It was absolutely that hilarious. Was I had a fun time. I loved it. Awesome. Um, can I? Can we can we change course slightly? Yes. Unless there's more to talk about in plates. I kind of feel like when we came to a natural... It was beautiful. Kind of, uh, I love it. There. I want to go on. ...is basically what we're saying here. <laughs> the summary um, of it all. <laughs> you, you love plates. I love plates. To those 84 people that said they didn't, that's absolutely fine. Collect how you want to collect. As long oh, for as you sure. Enjoy it, but we're not no in the episode there. No judgment. Nope. You're all f- mad, right? Um, <laughs> you <laughs> don't want your message. No, no, no. You for do. sure. <laughs> you don't. Right. I'm not going to share sound in case my computer makes a, a weird noise. Um, Norin. Yes. I have. Oh God! Here we go. I have. I I've been bewitched and besotted by oh, my black diamond. <laughs> 
Oh boy, I'm still shocked. Right, let's I, no, talk about not this. Not shocked because it it's a great set, but shocked. So we're recording for July. It dropped on Friday, the 23rd of July, with no warning. There was no email no. the day before, or even the day before the day before, as normal with an EPAC release, to tell people that it was happening. So all of a yep. sudden it dropped. And all of a sudden, people who are normally big spenders were like, oh, crap. And they, you know, some of them took a couple of days to rustle up the funds. It's a good job they didn't take more than a couple of days to rustle up the funds because it sold out. It took four yep. days. Sold out. Um, in four fact, days. it sold out. Um, where are we now? So it sold out probably Tuesday, I think, getting near to midnight EST. Somewhere around there. Because when I woke I'm up, I'm not surprised. When I woke up, it would have been about one thirty EST on Wednesday morning, and it had gone um, a few hours previous. So yeah, late evening, Eastern time. So um, which would have been kind of you know eight nine o'clock Pacific. So yeah, so that lasted all of four days, and because it dropped about five p.m. About four days and four hours, give or take. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and, and when it started dropping, so basically you can tell how many cases are left when you when you go to the um, to buy stuff. And people do this trick where you put in the maximum number you can of 99. I love that. And if it, yeah. should, it, it might say only 89 are available. So you know it's dropped below that 100 point. And once that's out there, we saw it flare Ultra Spider-Man as well, which was for yes. us. It is literally like one of those 70s movies where someone falls into the river and there's piranhas. <laughs> it goes bonkers. So I'm not surprised. Uh, and I remember yesterday it was in, in the space of about six, seven hours, it went down from about 99 cases. And when I went to bed, there was about 23 left. Yes. It was crazy. Um, but it dropped and it was four, It was 399 a box. Yep. So, um, and remember, there's only six cards in a box stroke pack, and there's only five box stroke pack in um, a case. Jesus. That said, pretty much all killer, no filler, because the achievements, interestingly, were tied to one of the one of the inserts that was possibly the weakest on the physical release. The mm -hmm. polished patches. Mm. And also, I think there was an achievement tied to the diamond facets as well, which are those film sale cards. I might be wrong on that, so forgive me if I am, folks, because I knew I wasn't going to go for the achievement, so I kind of didn't pay much attention to them. Um, and straight away, so you know I'd had three of the diamond shard, which are the relic cards. I had three of those in hand, and I loved them. You've seen them. I had Captain yeah, America. Gorgeous. Um, I had um, Pepper Potts and I had Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson. So I had those and mm -hmm. they're, they're wonderful. Um, and I paid a decent chunk for those from a UK seller when the, when the physical release happened a couple of months ago. Um, but once I got them in hand, there was no going back, quite frankly. What I didn't realise was how quickly the market would be flooded with those patches because they're not numbered. Um, yeah. and how, how quickly the prices would drop. I was watching them, and some of them got down to about $15 on Comsi within 36 hours of the product being released. Uh -huh. And it was absolutely bonkers. So 
I started yeah. snaffling up a few, and then I thought, you know what? I had some money left in my PayPal. I went in once. I went in twice. And you know I went in twice because we spoke. I know. I went back a third time. God, I can't believe you bought three boxes. So let me talk you through it. So I did some pretty good trading, I have to say, I think. So in the combination of purchases, and I have to say, I did have two people gift me a diamond shard for my birthday. I'm not going to embarrass them and name them, but you know who you are if you're listening to this. So thank you. Bless you. Honestly, it, it, it made, made me very happy because I'm getting old now. <laughs> um, did I tell you what my daughter said when, when it was just about to be my birthday? She goes to me, she goes, how old will you be tomorrow, Daddy? I said, I'll be 48. She goes, so you're 47 now? And she goes, and I go, yes. And she goes, and then you'll be 48, and then you'll be 49, and then you'll be 30. <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's exactly yes, what I'll be telling that's people. That's exactly what's going to be happening. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, and you are a gem. <laughs> so I went in. I so that. a combination of purchases and trades. Um, I have a full diamond shard set. Not all of them are, but I'm sharing my screen with you. So I've got the singles well, there. Okay, so I am looking not at that. Oh, you're not. What are you looking at, dear? I'm looking at your email, love. Oh. You're looking at my email? Yes, I this am. This is upsetting. Let me start sharing again then. Stop sharing. Yes. And start sharing. This is embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It I was wondering. I thought you were keeping it room, no. uh, sealed <laughs> until um, until we were talking about it. Tell me when you can see uh, gorgeous cards. I see gorgeous relics. Okay, so so there we go. I've got oh oh. What did I just do? I just clicked. It on does something not get you. much better. I think those are my favorites. They are they are lovely. I mean, you've see, you've seen these in hand? Um, no. You haven't. Oh, the, the shine, the the foiling on them is beautiful. It's kind of like a, mm. around the edge of the um, kind of the, the fabric wow. here, and across the top, it's kind of got a very sapphire, platinum cool. sapphire kind of thing going on. It's absolutely wow. stunning. Um, and that they're, they're thick. They they feel nice in hand. Um, but excuse me. Sorry. Do apologise, everybody. I'll edit that out. It's okay. <laughs> um, but you scroll down as I've got the jewels because the jewel, the prices on the jewels dropped hard. I mean, big time. Really? What surprised me though was how quickly the prices dropped on the triples, which what? previously had been going for 150 to 200. They were down to oh. some of them. There's only four triples, but a couple of them were down to below 50 bucks on Compsy. What? So it really did. It really did. The and int- we've seen it before with masterpieces where release of the product drops prices on certain elements of the set, not all elements of the set, but on certain elements of the set. And generally speaking, it usually, I wouldn't say it devalues, but it just, the the prices drop and then over time they rise. So if you go back now for Masterpieces 2018, you're you're going to be paying more than you would have done two months after repack release, for example, when they were the most in market they could be. So, um, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So, so there's my trips. And then in the process wow. of doing this, I discovered that they were autographed. 
diamond Ooh, shards. I was wondering if you got any. Mm-hmm. Now, the autograph diamond shards are a tricksy beast because, and let me show you on ComC. Um, and listen, I, I'll, I'll put some pictures of these in the tasting notes, but for anyone who wants to see them, they can they can just go on to ComC because, you know, there's loads on there. The diamond shard autograph, so it's the same as the diamond shard. It's just got uh, an autograph on there, and it is a sticker auto, as all of them are. But right, there are um, eight of those. But oh. the, the biatch of those is, and you'll see, they're not actually different colours. It's just that those are photographed in top loaders because those are much, much higher value. You'll see there's only three of the kind of lower characters, you'd say. I you know, see that. Your, your Tilda Swinton, your Karen Gillan is, is kind of one of the little But all the others are more limited in terms of numbering. So you've got Emily Van Camp, which is Sharon Carson, and 25 of those. Right. So so that, that's more price. But then you've got Anthony Mackie, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, and Elizabeth Olsen. Wow. There's there's a lot less of each of those. Well, Anthony Mackie's to 49, but the Evans and the Hemsworth are to 25. So I, I know pretty much, unless I go after these when I've got money in my pocket, right. I'm just happy settling for these three here. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I have... I have the Nebula on Beast. my upper deck e-pack. And when I zoom in, I want you to pay very close attention to that number right there. Ah, oh, you dirty dog. How did you get the alpha? I Damn. got the alpha because a very, very, very nice man, um, Daniel Rubin, I'm going to name check you. Um, he had that and I already had one, but it wasn't the, the alpha. Um, and earlier today I hit him up and I had to give him some extra stuff on top of it, but I didn't have much left, but Worth fortunately it. he took it. Um, so thank you for that, Daniel. Um, and the reason I went after wow. that one is because on ComC, I managed to snaffle up this beautiful no, thing. Oh, you did not. I saw that on ComC. Um, Are you so, kidding me? Yeah. So I've got two alphas of the black diamond diamond. Are they from the same relics. movie, Volume Two? Uh, possibly, actually. Um, although Nebula could be from Guardians of Galaxy One, one. or oh no, they're both Avengers. Uh, actually, no. What am I looking at there? That is something different. Sorry, bear with. Got so many screens open. Wow, those are pretty. Uh, no, All right. that's from the wow. First so you have the, the first one, and then you have volume two. I have volume that's two, cool. which is uh, Elizabeth Debicki as the wow. lady who wears gold. I can't remember the character. Oh, yeah, name. she's the maker of uh, Adam Warlock, baby. Oh, there we go. As um, Aisha. So, oh wow. So yeah, so I went. I went in for that, and then um, so I've only got one more of those to go for um, in that the kind of lower tier kind of echelon. Um, if I can, I've got so many browser windows open. What's going on? Why is my mouse not working? <laughs> Who knows? That's really cool, man. Uh, where is it? Where is it? The other one I want to get is Tilda Swinton. And oh. I have a trade out for that right now, but it's not for the alpha. Uh, uh-huh. Unfortunately, I found the alpha and it's with someone who will never let it go because mm. they are a cockwomble. So they are what a cockwomble. <laughs> I love it. Oh gosh, that's it's funny. A professional term for it. So then I discovered. <laughs> then I discovered the triskelion autographs, and I can't remember how I got my first one. 
Those are pretty. These are stunning. I don't know if you've seen any of these on videos, but if you look at a video of these, you'll get that's all silver. Wow. Kind of, um, that design. I think they're stunning. Um, wow. So, wow, wow, wow. Um, so I think Wong might have been one of the first ones I picked up. I think I just saw a crazy deal for it or something. I can't remember now. Um, wow. But if I go to the Triskelion ones, where are they? They're here somewhere. No, not that one. There we go. So here's the Triskelion. No, that's right. I've somehow, I don't know how, I got, a Jeremy, nice. I got a Jeremy Renner. What? I got a Jeremy Renner. Um, and that's kind of my first guy, bigger cast one. Um, wow. So I picked that up and I can't remember if it's on EPAC or if it's on Comsey. No, it's on EPAC. I honestly don't remember how I got that. It's all a blur, Norin, as it often is when a set comes out it. and you go hard. So I got the Jeremy Renner and I was like, you know what? I like these. I want more of these. On my third no box, I pulled a sixth diamond infinity stone. <laughs> What'd you get? Rocket raccoon. And it looked, oh, it looked cool, cool. nuts. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see. So, you know, I reached out to. Um, so mad at you making me want these. Out to someone, and that trade, I had to add a couple of bits. But that trade finished my diamond shards and got me one, two, three, four of these Triskelion ones. Got me the Kobe Smolders as Agent Maria Hill. Got me the Proxima Midnight. Got me the Ray Stevenson as Volstag, which is kind of one of the more filler ones, you know, the lower end. Yeah. Uh, and it got me the Benedict Wong. So I've got five. I like Benedict Wong. No, That's cool. six, seven. I've acquired these. Jesus. No, I've got seven now. So I've got the Tim Blake Nelson from The Incredible Hulk, which... I know it is, but I never, I've never regarded it as a as an MCU movie. <laughs> I might have to go back and give it another chance. Uh, I remember I didn't oh. like it at the time, but I think technically mm. it is an MCU one. But because of the whole fact that it's Edward Norton and then it became Mark Ruffalo, I don't know. Um, I've got the Tilda Swinton. Well, now they're variants, so you gotta yes, keep yes. a little open mind. Okay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, variants. So there, we, so there we go. So I've got seven. Wow. The Triskelion Autos. Um, now, the Triskelion Autos, interestingly, as you can see here, some of them are amazing. So all of Anthony Mackey's, and there's only 35 of them, but all of them are inscription. So how do you know that? Because I've seen them, all of them that are on these. Oh, wow. Yeah. But they're not, you know, Upper Deck sometimes put out regular versions and then yes. inscription versions. Yeah, but all They've 35 not done of them are all inscription. 35 is written Captain America. Now, bearing in mind, this is an image of him from Endgame. So technically he's not Captain America at that point. Spoilers. Um, so. But that's yeah. kind of cool though. That, I mean, I think I, that's I am, dope. I am going to go for one of those at some point, but not yet. The Peggy Carter Haley Atwell, I don't have yet, but that's relatively affordable. What I really want to go for, but it's only a 15 on the Triskelion, is the Paul Bettany, because this is the first set I think he's signed for. I, I Yeah, I think that he's the new signer. He is. Uh, Bucky Barnes, Sebastian Stan, I missed Very out cool. on, the, on the alpha of that earlier today. I'm oh. on a best offer on my vapors, on my last stuff, um, which is vapors. a shame. But look down here. Looking. So you know those those big ass yes. achievements, the ones mm -hmm. that everyone rushed for. They're Triskelion yep. black. I know. And aren't they gorgeous? And there's only five. They're beautiful. Them. They're the tier one um, achievements, and I think you basically had to sleep with 
Beelzebub to get these, and they're incredible. <laughs> um, so you've got Captain wow. America, you've got Hemsworth. I can't remember who they are. They're not all on here because there's so few of them. But they're, you know, I mean, they're up at yeah. five grand a pop. But let's just open, let's just have a closer look at them. There's two here. Beautiful. And the scan doesn't do that justice. You know that's going to be gorgeous. You know that's going to be gorgeous. But because it's black, it's just not showing up. You can just about that's see a shame. it behind. And, you know, because you know that looks yeah. beautiful. And that's amazing. And one you know, one person has put together, a, there are inscription cards in one of, because the, the thing I've realized with the Back Diamond, there, there are so many different types of autograph cards because they're sticker. So they've applied yes. them to loads of different designs. So you've got the Diamond Shard ones and not all characters appear on that. You've got a Triskelion and not all characters appear on that. For example, mm-hmm. there's no Frank Grillo Crossbones Triskelion. Oh. And nor is there uh, a Frank Grillo Crossbones Diamond Shard. There oh. is, however, a Frank Grillo as Crossbones Polished Patch Autograph. As That's there so is a Pom Clementoff. Oh, she's cool. Um, as there is for who else is on Posh Patches, <laughs> but not on anyone else. Um, George St. Pierre, who plays Batrock although he is on a different type of autograph, but not on the two I'm collecting. Uh, Winston Duke pops up on the polished patches. That's cool. But the interesting thing about the polished patches, which I've just, shortly before we started recording, started wading into, <laughs> John Slattery, who plays Howard Stark Sr., uh, Howard Stark as, a, as an That's older. cool. Speaking about Mad Men. Mm-hmm. He is, yeah, <laughs> full circle. Yeah? Yeah? He, he is... Um, on the polished patches, but he's not on any of the other two. But look at something interesting. This is what I like. So if you're not fussed about what card your character shows up on, Emily Van Camp on the diamond shards, and don't get me wrong, I'd love her. You know, she plays Sharon Carter, and she's obviously a big character in um, Captain America Winter Soldier. For sure. Her diamond shard is... Interestingly, it says 25 there, but when you go back one, I think it says, yeah, it's, it's only of 25. So they're currently oh. 200 a pop for one of those. But you can get an autograph on a polished patch and you will pay significantly less. Huh. $60. Oh, wow. That's do really nice. I mean? Yeah, so, I do. Um, so what I've, what I've done at the moment is I've gone after a couple of the characters I don't have autos for because they don't exist on the two that I've gone after. Yes. Um, and so I have Emily Van Camp, the one I just showed you, and nice. I have Pom Clementioff on polished patches, which are basically a manufactured patch. with an That's auto amazing. So, yeah. Wow. So I think, you know what? I don't think I'm going to go for the exquisite set, although it's gorgeous. I mean, it really is gorgeous. You know, the exquisite yeah, cards. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, but they're t- they're that's a tough set. Brad was talking to us, right? He was having a really hard time. Yes. Well, actually, on... No, which one was the it? Exquisite, it wasn't the exquisite, the exquisite set. So the base set isn't the exquisite set. So the base set is 100 summit cards, and they're out of 149, I think. The exquisite base set is 49 cards, but card number one doesn't exist because it's Anthony Hopkins. And it was pulled. Right. But of course, the red parallel of the exquisites, because the exquisite set is 49 cards. And that's the one that's got lots of colored parallels. So you can get orange exquisites, you can get red exquisites, I think you can get greens and all this sort of stuff. So Upper Deck have done their usual kind of colored parallel thing. 
right. which I'm, I'm not as, as big a fan of. Um, the red exquisites, as we know, some of the Anthony Hopkins, and they're limited to 23 cards. Some of those leaked out. So a lot of people are going after the red set because it's the only true, complete red interesting uh, exquisite set that you can get. Um, so I've decided not to go after the exquisite um, set. Um, I think so, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. And I'm just, I'm just going to go for the, for the autos, um, the ones that I can afford, you know? Oh yeah. I, I think so you know, too. For the price of an Anthony Mackie, I can get 15 to 20 other autos and not, that's not to diminish the Anthony Mackie. I would love an Anthony Mackie autograph card and I will eventually get one. But for now, right. I'm just getting, I'm just getting the market is as flooded as it's ever going to be with this product at the moment. That's, you know, I agree. These are going to dry up. So I'm just going to snap up. To. I'm going to snap up the, the small ones while they're cheap. The ones that are expensive will always be expensive. So I'll just come back to them later when and if I can get a hold of them because, the, you know, the supply will dry up on some of them, I'm sure. So, but, you know, See, if, I that makes them, sense to me. if I don't get them, I've still got a really, really nice set. I mean, look at this. I love it. Look at them. Just I'm cool. obsessed. So I'm like, I'm, I'm obsessed. Like, I'm honestly, really, I'm so mad at you. I've not had this much fun. I've not had this much fun on a set since possibly anime last year. I'm so mad at you right now. Um, and it is, it is a high. You know, it is. Don't get me wrong. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but I've decided to go. I after, think they're some of the best looking yeah. Marvel cards to come out. Yeah. Like, and, let, let's be honest, man. They're gorgeous you know what i mean i mean they're really pretty cards i mean personally man i really want to go for something in here but i'm gonna God. i'm gonna call it now i'm gonna call it now and it's oh not boy even here August. we go a set of the year for me really yeah unless wow. I pop pop something else out of the hopper later this year that wow. uh, is gonna is gonna blow my socks off. I think this is and it, yeah. Like I said, not everyone's cup of tea. A lot of people are like four hundred dollars. No way am I paying that for six cards. No way am I paying that for photos of actors. And it's like you know what? That's fine. You know everyone likes different stuff. And I've decided, and this has come out at a time when I've decided to make that switch from you know collecting all those. 149 base cards or whatever it is and just going after the costume cards and the relic cards and that's not just a marvel thing that's on other non-sports properties as well as we spoke about the other week so you know it just kind of happened at the right sort of time for me but because i've held some of them in hand i just know the quality the quality is absolutely up there i mean no, it's i know i think they're gorgeous i think they're some of the nicest cards i've ever seen to be honest um, um I, I really do. I think, I think they're gorgeous. I mean, this is what MCU, this is what an MCU should look like. An MCU release should look like for cards. Mm. Like the stuff they've had previously was nice and all, but if I can be honest, this stuff is just so on point with the foiling and layering. It's just, it's just nice. It's just really, really nice. What, what's that for me on this set? Apart from a couple a couple of, of QA issues I've seen. And the most outrageous one is, you know, you get those booklet plate sets. So there are plates in this and they're booklets and they fold out. So the the plates uh -huh. are actually in a cardboard kind of fold out thing. And they yep. look amazing. And, you know, they're a very, very tough pull and you get all four plates. So they're not an achievement. They're actually a genuine pull. So I like the fact they've done that. 
But on the back of it, on the front of the booklet before it folds out, you've got put character name here, put movie name here. And it's mm-hmm. like they've, they've, they've missed that. No, it's, it's, that's probably the worst mess that like, you could have. I pulled one of those, which is almost the well, highest one. I'm about to blow your mind. Go on, tell me. They, that mistake is not on the EPAC ones. What? Yep. Have you looked up a plate on the EPAC ones yet? No, no. I've seen yep. people post them from EPACs where they've got the error. I didn't see it on the one I just looked at. Wow. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I just looked. I'm looking now. I'll look again because I was just looking up a character I really wanted to see if the plate That's is hilarious. out. Of course it is. I do I see if it? There's a plate set for goose. No. Nope. Do I? Do I dare it's, look? I mean, yes. So it's not <laughs> that it says name and stuff like that. That's actually on here. The really messed up thing is, um, no. I, I see what you're talking about. I see what you're talking about. I. It's a Spanish word that's a really nasty Spanish word uh, <laughs> because it's like put duh, but they actually spelled it in a very oh, nasty way. So, and then that's what they have there. I would, man, I'm just like, <laughs> that is such a mess up. But they fixed that, it on the back. Yeah. But yeah, the that front is aside, and as in completely aside, um, I, I, can't, I can't fault it. You know, I mean, there's obviously elements of it that are designed to be more affordable to people. <laughs> Um, than than others, and there's obviously very high end stuff. So, for example, the Chris Hemsworth inscription, "Bring me Thanos," looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, it, does. it looks gorgeous, and that's that's a fifteen hundred dollar card. Right beautiful now. card. It's a beautiful, beautiful card. card. Um, you know, you know, one day I might get one, but you know what? For now, I've got a very very happy set. I've got a happy set. A happy set. Diamond. I love I've stayed that. Very happy focused. Set. I've stayed very focused with it, although I am <laughs> considering going after another element of it, but only because I'm getting autos that I couldn't get in the other two elements that I was, you know, I've gotten the the ones that are within my reach as a collector affordability yes. from the from the other um, the triskelion and the diamond shards. Um, as I've just had a trade land for the third and final of those diamond shards that I can afford. No way. Have a look. Yes, here it is. Wow. I have a Tilda Swinton. Otherwise, wow. 40. So thank you, Dean, for that one. That's um, really cool. So basically, yeah, just with the cards that weren't, you know, ones I'd keep, I'm just maximizing the trades on them where I can. Wow. Um, card number 40 That's awesome. of 99. So there we go. That's that's in my collection. So there we go. So I've been diamond mining and I've been loving it, my friend. Loving it. Loving it. Um, wow. Well, it looks like I might have to... Uh, God, I'm so torn between just, two cards. Just be, just be very focused. Have a chat with Brad Galley. See what he says. That's exactly what I have advice. to do. Let's have a chat with um, Brad Galley. I mean, the main thing that I've been doing over the past week, Noreen, you know what I've been doing over the past week. you just been enjoying collecting. Too right, my friend. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod 
which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. Great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Band Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting.